Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with my main hit music channel. JPEG Mafia, May 20th State Theater. We have, uh, well, I think, one more pair of tickets. One more pair. One more pair of tickets to give away. 207-807-1104 is our phone number. We just want to know the highlight of your weekend. Very simple. Brag about the highlight of your weekend. You could win these tickets. We're going to pick our winner real soon. 207-807-1104. Call or text that puts you in the running and tell us the highlight of your weekend. This is how it's done. Tara, what was the highlight of your weekend? So I did a lot of things this weekend, so don't think this was the only thing I did, but I really enjoyed watching some old classic movies this weekend that everyone talks about that I've never heard of or watched. So I watched St. Elmo's Fire for the first time. I think I've seen that one. Oh my God, obsessed. I think my favorite genre of movie is 80s, 90s coming of age movies, early 2000s. And this is like the blueprint for all of them. It's so good. And then I watched Sleeping with the Enemy. You've heard of that one, right? I've heard of these, yeah. Okay, and then last night I watched the Pelican Brief. You must have heard of that. I know all three of them, yeah. Okay, good. So I finally watched those movies and now I feel like I know what people are talking about because I feel like there's always references to St. Elmo's Fire and I have no idea what it is. I think I'm over three on those titles. You haven't watched any of them? I don't think I've seen any of those movies. Well, sweetie, they're all on HBO if you want to have a jam-packed weekend like me. I don't know if I'm ready for a wild weekend like that. A nice movie to end the end a busy day, a little relaxation. What's, a, what's Pelican Brief about? Is um, Richard Gere in that? No. It it is so good. I didn't expect it. It's about like a presidential scandal. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I I never watched it because it's about uh in the in the marshlands they want to drill for oil and a law student discovers yeah. oh something's going on here. And I was like, this sounds boring as hell. But it was good. It's so good. Oh my god. The suspense, the drama. It's Maybe so good. as you've aged, your taste has matured. Oh, for sure. Like that might not definitely that might not have been something that ten a uh, year ago uh, Tara would have been into. I don't think I could have sat still watching it. I don't right. think so. Um, so I'm really growing up, and now I finally have something to talk about uh, with the older generation. Something older, to bond over. Older than me because I haven't seen any of those movies. <laughs> Two- yeah, I think Saint Almost Fire is like it's really old. It's like 1984. Yeah, that was the year I was born. But I loved it. I loved it. Demi Moore's in that. So for the first time in several years, uh, officially prom season is back. And I did the uh, Massabesic Mustang shouts to them. I did the prom, but I used to have a tradition where, you know, the proms don't end or they, they end a little earlier. The school dances end a little earlier than our normal bar or club nights. Mm-hmm. So tradition for me used to be pack everything up at the end of the night and then hit Boda for their late night menu. Oh, a little late night bite. Late night bite. But Boda hasn't had their late night menu in a long time. And we haven't had prom season or school dance season in a long time. Yeah, things have changed. And both of them are back. (gasps) That's exciting. So I packed everything up, uh, drove home, picked up Mora after the, uh, the prom. And then we hit Boda for that tradition of getting a late night bite. And it was so good. And the venue of the prom you were at looked gorgeous. Yeah, it was... um, 
in Lyman. I've driven like, by. I would get married there. Yeah, I'm sure they do weddings there. I've driven by that venue like multiple times. Just never even knew it was there. On on your way to Sanford, you get off at the Biddeford exit. You drive, you make a, a right, and then you just keep going. It's past like the, I don't know if the Olive Garden's still there. I think it's not there anymore, but it's past like the Target and all that stuff. And it's right on the right. Wow. And yeah, it was a beautiful venue. You drive down a dirt road. They got a bunch of parking over there. Highlight for me was the uh, the pad tie. And then they have the quail eggs that come out. I love the quail eggs. The uh, Are those uh, raw? Bacon wrapped. No, they're like uh, done sunny side up. Oh, okay. Bacon wrapped uh, scallops on the skewers. Oh, so good. The sticky rice ball. Oh, oh I'm having a foodgasm right now. Just <laughs> God, thinking about down. it. <laughs> that was the highlight of my, that was the highlight of my, uh, of my weekend for sure. I'm just happy that for the kids, prom season, uh, school dance season is back. And then Boda late night menu was one of my favorite things to hit up. And they brought that back as well. Love so. a nice little reward. Erica from Saka. What was the highlight of your weekend? The highlight of my weekend was spending time with my children for Mother's Day. Oh, of course. What'd what did you do? Stayed at home and did a bunch of crap for all of the mothers in our lives. Did your kids plan anything? Did they uh, get you anything? No, they're three, four and five. So you were kind of handling all the uh, responsibility of organizing Mother's Day festivities. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of crafts did you make over there? Cars, and we made paper mache, like flowers, and stuff like that. <laughs> Can you break away for the yeah. from the kids for a little bit and go to a concert? Uh, yeah. Okay, let's make this happen. Let's hook you up with a pair of tickets to JPEG Mafia, May 20th at the State Theater. Oh my God, thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. It's going to be a good time. You and a friend, you plus one out there, May 20th, State Theater, JPEG Mafia. It's going to be a great show. Congrats. Thank you, thank you. So much. It's our last pair of tickets, Sarah. Oh my God, you lucky duck. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. As we get ready for Brains for Bank, we want to know what, Tara? Who is that friend that you just can't take anywhere? Can't take him anywhere. As a reminder, this was this was that friend for Jack Harlow over the weekend. I'm so proud of this guy, and, uh, and we're drunk. <laughs> he's, he's sober. I'm drunk. He completely took over Jack's interview. That was he Drake. stumbled over. At the Kentucky Derby Churchill Downs. Jack Harlow's moment, his hometown. He just had his album released. Champagne and Poppy. Here comes Drake. Had a little sippy sippy, got a little saucy. Yeah, he said he admitted it. He was drunk and then he was making fun of the camera crew too. He's like, wrap it up where? Where are you going to go? Where the camera's going to pan to poorly manicured grass. <laughs> and it did. So we want to know who is your friend that you can't take anywhere? Although sometimes it's fun to take that friend oh, everywhere. It's so fun. It's so fun. Who do you got? I already know your you answer. I already know my answer. Uh, the friend that I can't take anywhere is Blaze, but I still continue to take her everywhere because we just have so much fun together and I truly would not have as many stories that I have to tell if it weren't for her. Give us one story. Uh, most, we need an anecdote. Most recently, I was um, reminiscing one night. We went over to Profeno's and we got our buzz on and then we walked back to her parents' house. And as we were walking through the neighborhoods, I took my eyes off her for one second and there was a camper in someone's driveway that had, you know, the little mini ladders on the side. Yeah. I look over, she's climbed up that ladder and she's standing on top of the camper. 
in the middle of the night and she's just screaming, I'm king of the world. And I was like, get down, get down. But it was really funny. And of course they took a video of it. Yeah, that's a good little snapshot into the life of you and Blaze for yeah, sure. What's going to happen? Who's that friend in your group that you can't take anywhere? Or are you that friend? Ooh, 207-807-1104. I got to shout out uh, one of my college roommates, Russell. Hey, Russell. What up, Russ? He's tamed down a little bit. We used to call him Blackout Russ. Uh, he's tamed down a little bit after having the two kids. Uh, but I still, That'll do it. <laughs> I still think Frank the Tank will come out in him. Uh, we're going to be going to a bachelor party in Vegas in September. Oh, my God. Is, that, he, is the old him going to come I out? I think the old him's going to come out. Also, uh, without alcohol involved, you just couldn't take him anywhere. We would go for a nice lunch uh, in a family setting. There'd be a lot of families around, and he would be just telling the raunchiest, dirtiest stories. And I'd say, Russ, there's a family of like little kids right behind us in the booth behind us. Can you just settle down for two seconds? Like they're going to learn something. <laughs> yeah. Just settle down. Inside voice. Inside voice. Maybe cut back on the swearing just a little bit. Some people just truly don't. I have a very close friend and she does not understand what an inside voice is and the same thing has happened. And I'm like, stop it. Stop it. There's like a mother, a father. <laughs> there are four kids. They're staring at you. Right behind they're not them. looking at your friend. They're looking at you to do something about it. Yeah. They know that he's not going to stop. They look at me and I just, I just give the shoulder shrug. Go, I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. What can you do? I'm sorry. I'm sorry you chose this family restaurant to go out to eat in today. <laughs> Who's that friend that you can't bring anywhere? I'm looking at the Facebook comments. Everybody's just calling out their self. Oh. Linda, Jess, me, me. I'm that friend. Uh, Jessica in Saco texted in and said her friend Michaela because she always disappears early and scares the friend group. Where did she go? Meanwhile, she's just tucked into bed, called it early. Is that an Irish goodbye? That's what they call it? I think so. Irish goodbye? I love doing that because it's more awkward to say goodbye because then you're like, no, don't go. And you're like, well, I am. Yeah. I'm leaving now. I'm out of here. Andrew in Wells, who's that friend you can't take anywhere? Dalton. Why Why Dalton? What does Dalton do? So is that drunk friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So very similar to Champagne Poppy over the weekend. Got it. <laughs> do you look out for your friend or you just leave him? Uh, depends on how drunk he is. All right. You want him to be safe at least, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. He's All right. Like, no, I actually hate him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in certain moments, you never know. Gabby from Steve Falls. Who's your friend that you can't bring anywhere? I guess it wouldn't be a friend, but sometimes he's my friend. I would say my boyfriend. Sometimes he's a little obnoxious. <laughs> wow, calling out the boyfriend. Can't take the boyfriend anywhere, huh? I definitely am throwing him out there. <laughs> why uh, Why is he so obnoxious? What does he do? Give, give me an example. He's a carpenter, so he has uh, he has no chill. So uh, he does and says whatever he wants. Doesn't matter where it is, as you just heard me shush him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that that's... I thought I had no chill, but he definitely beats me with the no chill. <laughs> I didn't know that that was a, uh, a trait of the carpenters. Oh, yes, they're very piratey. Was it Jesus or Jesus's dad who is a carpenter? Jesus, right? Jesus Ooh. is a carpenter. Yeah, I would say Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> it was Jesus. And then I'm standing there thinking about the ark, Noah building the ark. For some reason, I don't know why that popped up, but... Noah was, Noah was a carpenter too. <laughs> well, I guess it would be I guess it would be Jesus's stepdad, Joseph, was a carpenter too, right? That's where he learned the trade Ooh. from. Not his real dad, because I don't know why we're talking about this. Um, <laughs> Early morning conversation. Yeah, let's why just get not? into a whole religious conversation here. I feel like Jonathan on Facebook answered a different question. Uh, he said that would be Caroline and myself. We're the duo that 
everyone runs from. So the question is, who's that friend you can't take anywhere? I also have that friend that when we get together, nothing but trouble happens between the two of us. And I feel like everyone gets annoyed and you guys know that you're annoying people, but you're like, we're having fun. Yeah, shouts to my buddy Aaron. When we get uh, together, I think us being a degenerate, we we bring it out of each other. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We bring the worst out of each other, if you will. My bestie, Amanda, who is now married to Tucker's brother, when they first got together, you know how you're in the honeymoon phase and then you start to really start showing your true colors every time her and I would get together and he'd be there he was basically third wheeling with us he would pull her aside and be like you act bad around Tara you brought the worst out in her <laughs> he was like you're like not the Amanda I knew around her and she's like well this is the real me so get used to it sweetheart that might be a different question <laughs> who's the friend in your friend group that brings the worst out in you oh <laughs> it's think, probably the same I, answer I, for I you I could Fill that. No, well, I don't know. You don't, I don't know. I've been told I'm the bad influence friend. So you might be the one for your yeah. group. All right. I'm looking at the time here, Tara. Is it time? Yeah, let's do this. Uh, you got to answer that question first. That'll be the warm up question for you. And then we'll give you the brains for bank questions. So call number 10 right now, 207-807-1104. You got to answer that question and you're playing brains for bank. Brandy from Green Maine, who's that friend you can't take anywhere? Kara. What's wrong with Kara? Oh, she's naughty. She's naughty everywhere. <laughs> Actually, get us both together. It's a wrap. Ask anybody. Oh, so you they guys <laughs> You guys bring out the worst in each other. I don't I mean, I like it. Everybody else doesn't, but You're I think You're like it's the great. worst. Yeah. Right? She she brings like, out the best in me. Fun. We're laughing. It's great. It's great. Uh, I love that. I love that. How do you spell brandy? Uh, it's B R A N D I. Not like the liquor. Not with a Y. No, my mom wasn't an alcoholic like that. What's the difference? <laughs> oh my God. What's the difference between uh, a lady named Brandy with a Y and a lady named Brandy with an I? I don't know, but I know I'm hella cool. Brandy's with an I are hella cool. Mm-hmm. I guess. All right, <laughs> Brandy. Go with that, okay? All right, Brandy. You're calling number 10. You ready to play? Yes, please. Let's do this. So first one of the week, refresh everybody on the rules. I am going to give you one trivia question. You will have five seconds to answer. If you answer correctly within the five-second timer, you're going to win 100 bucks this morning. If you answer incorrectly... Okay. Or after the buzzer goes off, the money rolls over, and then Haley's going to play for 200 bucks in the afternoon. Are you ready for your question? Yes, sir. An animal that eats both plant and animal matter is called what? A carnivore? Is carnivore the correct answer? No! Wrong! No, it's not. Plant is it, is an, an animal. Omnivore? omnivore. There you go. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it would have. It was an omnivore. Aww. Uh, but at least you had an answer. It's okay. You were. Yeah, I know, right? You were close. And you know what the good news is? The good news is you can give it another shot this afternoon, and now the prize is even more money. So two hundred bucks this afternoon. Try again with Haley at five. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for playing, Brandy. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. I'm impressed she came up with carnivore. I know. And then said omnivore. She was in the she was in the ballpark there. I wouldn't have even been close. Brains for Bank is made hot in Maine by Lee Auto Malls. People who use their brains and buy their cars from Lee save major bank. More cars, better financing, easier approvals at LeeCredit.com. Hot Radio Maine. Oh, Lord. Hot Warnings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. 
Woo, let's go! I'm excited for this. It's been a long five years, Tara. The pandemic in the middle of it and everything. We finally got new music from Kendrick Lamar. Dropped a new song, new video. It's titled The Heart Part 5. Video is wild. In the visuals, uh, Kendrick's face morphs into deep fakes of OJ Simpson, Kanye, Will Smith, Jesse Smollett. Kobe Bryant and Nipsey Hussle. The Nipsey Hussle part was super cool. Uh, Interesting for me. variety of people. In the uh, title card, it said, I am all of us. Uh, the track uses a sample from Marvin Gaye's classic, I Want You. The Heart Part 5 drops a week before we can expect Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers album. It's a little sprinkle, a little crumb of what's to come. Ooh, he's just pre-gaming, he's just teasing, and it just sounds so good, sonically pleasing to my ears. Very excited. And last week we talked about how he teased the fact that this could be a double disc. He had wow. two CDs. One said Mr. Morale, the other said Big Steppers. So I'm assuming it's a double disc, which would just mean like more songs on Spotify or iTunes. Or I think it would just look like a really long album. Right. And maybe it would be part one interlude, part two interlude or something like that to separate them. I guess. And then when the hard copies, I, I was saying Kendrick Lamar is an artist that I would go out and I would purchase, you know, the vinyl or the CD of this. Kendrick's one of those artists where I would collect the album. Um, so maybe I will get the double disc or the multiple vinyl. Double up. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. But we are ready for it. You can check out the video, hotradiomain.com. I showed uh, Maura. Maura's like, what are you watching? I'm like, this sounds like Kendrick Lamar. I'm like, yeah, he just dropped new music. And she said, is he allowed to use all their faces? Like, did they have to give him permission to do that? And I said, that's a very good question. Great question. I do not know the answer to that. I'm assuming no. I'm assuming not everybody signed off on it. No, because remember when Kanye West put all those people in the bed together and called it art? It was like Donald Trump, Taylor Swift, naked. Oh yeah, I do remember that. I don't think he had their permission. How does that work? It's so, art. Yeah, it's art, but these deep fakes are so real looking. Freaky. It is kind of freaky. And to see his face morph in and out. I watched the video and I think I've, I've ruined it for everybody out there because I told you that this happens. I watched the video with no knowledge of this previously. So when the first thing happened, I go, whoa, his face just changed. There's OJ. There's there's Will. There's Like, is that Jesse Smollett? <laughs> <laughs> kind of random people. I mean, big people, but why? There's a deep meaning. You got to listen to the lyrics. It ties into when his face changes. Um, so check it out, HotRadioMain.com. Fred Savage has been fired from the Wonder Years reboot after an investigation into accusations of alleged inappropriate behavior. Savage played Kevin Arnold in the show's original 1980s run. And what was his character like? Young kid grown up in the... Like in, a good kid. In the late 60s, 70s. Yeah, like a good kid. A good tough, values. A tough dad looking for looking for his dad dad's love and appreciation. You know? I'm talking about <laughs> can relate he was he was serving uh, as the reboot's executive producer and director details on these latest accusations haven't been made public but this isn't the first time accusations of inappropriate what? behavior have been made towards savage in 2018 he was accused of creating a quote hostile work environment for women but My the God. suit was later dropped and you just discovered last hour that his brother is Corey matthews yeah but we love Corey matthews right he hasn't, done, matthews. He hasn't disappointed pointed us or let us down yet. Oh no, I hope it doesn't run in the family. Uh, ben Savage, younger brother to Fred Savage. Boy Meets World, more of your generation. Yes. More of my generation too than the Wonder Years. Boy Meets World, I don't know if it was actually on when I was old enough to be watching it, but it was always on, what was it, Nick at Night? Might have been. Reruns all the time. For, or, or maybe ABC Family. For me, it was TGI Fridays and they would have like all the uh, family like sitcoms 
on in a, in a block on Friday that you would watch. And I think I think that uh, Boy Meets World was part of that. So I was watching live Hanging with Mr. Cooper. That was another one of my favorites. It was in that town block. I've never heard of that. Hanging with Mr. Cooper? No. Oh, that was a good one. Uh, the boss move was to be at the Kentucky Derby this weekend in Louisville, hometown too. My future husband. No, <laughs> just kidding. Jack Harlow. Uh, and Jack Harlow made his presence felt with the help of Drake. You had a hater in the household this weekend. Yeah, I think that's personal. <laughs> he wasn't feeling the new album? I, uh, Tucker is not very, not very into Jack Harlow. And I think it's very obvious why. <laughs> I think it's very obvious I, how I lust over Jack Harlow all the time. And I think he's quite sick of it. So when I'm playing the new album, I'm like, isn't this good? He's like, no, I hate it. Turn it off. Um, I didn't though. I got those streams up. There you go. Anyways. You, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Anyways, hometown hero Jack Harlow uh, got to announce riders up at the Kentucky Derby, signaling it was time for the jockeys to mount their horses. Uh, Drake and Jack performed an impromptu version of Churchill Downs. Of course, you got to do it while you're at Churchill Downs with Bryson Tiller, DJ Drama, Boy Wonder, and Drewski looking on. Harlow and Drake were interviewed by NBC. And during the chat, this is what a faded Drake sounds like. I'm so proud of this guy and, uh, and we're drunk. <laughs> he's, he's sober, I'm drunk. Harlow's been locked in. He's been sober for over a year, not because of alcohol abuse issues, but because he wanted to stay focused on putting out the best album that he could. I think that's really cool for a guy that young to be so successful and famous and just take a take a break from a year from partying to really focus on your career. It's it's very admirable. Yeah, he said not a lot of people are giving this shot and he knew that he, he had it and he didn't want to fumble it at the goal line. So he was staying as focused as possible. Uh, Drake, on the other hand, can do no wrong. <laughs> Drake he's, was stumbling around. He's like, I've already had my moment and I am a yeah. megastar at this point so I can do whatever I would Literally. like. Drake was the friend that you can't take anywhere at mm-hmm. the Churchill Downs. Well, Jack Harlow's being interviewed uh, like on live television and Drake just stumbles in and Jack's like, oh, who's this guy? Like joking, obviously. And they're like, oh, hey, they get all excited they start to interview him and then at the end the camera crew is did a signal with their finger like wrap in a circle up. wrap it up and drake went in on the camera crew was like what do you mean wrap it up what <laughs> else is anyone gonna be watching people are gonna want to watch us they're not gonna want to watch a commercial you're just gonna i know when you wrap it up you're gonna cut the camera to poorly manicured grass what do you mean wrap it up what happens you get a few drinks and you loose lips they start on going live television I'm and going. then of course you know the camera panned and it's literally a grass shot and it's like the <laughs> kentucky derby <laughs> Dirty on 30 was made out of Maine by Darigo Federal Credit Union. You can save a lot on your car loan by going through a credit union, especially if you use Darigo, DarigoFCU.com. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. A total of 205 people were hospitalized with COVID-19 in Maine on Sunday. Portland Public Schools now recommending but not mandating mask wearing. In Bangor, mask wearing will be mandated in all city buildings, including public schools. Mask back on. Two people died Sunday morning after they were hit by an Amtrak train in Biddeford. They were trespassing on the tracks. The 81 passengers aboard had to wait for nearly two hours before buses transported them to Portland. More than 200 streetlights are in need of repair in the city of Portland, and officials are blaming staffing shortage, supply chain issues, and faulty parts. 200 sounds like a lot. 
The city has only one qualified person to maintain the street light system. Just only one. one person? Just one person. Obviously, some residents and neighborhoods have been complaining that they're going out, they're walking around. It's a little too dark in their neighborhood. This is a safety issue. Apparently, the city is going to hire one more person in the coming week. So there'll be two people qualified to maintain the street light system. And hopefully, as the weather gets warmer, they get more of these lights back up because more people are going to want to go out for some nighttime walks, I'm sure. Some say it. Graduation season is also here. The University of Maine celebrated 1,680 undergraduate students in two ceremonies on Saturday. This was the first full in-person graduation ceremony the university has had since 2019. Wow, it's been so long. So long. Finally, in-person graduations. Also, uh, USM had their graduation this weekend. I saw Hassan had their graduation this weekend. To all of the graduates, salute to you. Job well done. We're proud of you over here at Hot Radio Maine. Are you proud of them? I'm so proud. I'm so proud. I graduated from USM and I'm thinking how lucky I am. I just made the cut. I graduated in 2018. The final graduation before the pandemic was 2019. Like I just graduated. You would have had a virtual graduation. I know. It's sad to think about. Um, I saw that a lot of people that didn't get to walk in 2019 got to walk this weekend. That was They had like a special ceremony for them. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Where do they do the graduation at for USM? Is that the Cross Insurance Arena? It is. Interesting. Well, in-person graduations are a thing. We've had two years off of that. You know what else we've had two years off of? Hot summer. Yeah, you guessed it. Hot summer over the two years. In the middle of peak pandemic when everyone was locked down, we were getting hit. Hey, are you guys going to announce hot summer? We're like, we can't even get toilet paper. Yeah, I don't know if you've <laughs> noticed what's been going on in the world, but this isn't a priority, nor are there any shows happening right now. Yeah, no one's doing anything. So we've kind of been handcuffed here for a little bit. But now... But now Tara found the uh, keys to the handcuffs and <laughs> we're free to do it. Hot summer 2022 details coming wednesday 8 30 in the morning tara and myself will let you know the headliner and all the info hot summer 2022 right around the corner the secret has been eating away at me so finally, i can't wait finally ready to announce it and can't wait to have uh, another great hot summer we gotta make up for lost time over here that's five things you need to know it's hot radio Maine. wednesday 8 30 a.m i'll say this too tickets are gonna go on sale friday so get ready Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Yeah, every morning. It's so hard to say goodbye. It's Lost Sock Memorial Day. Every day is a holiday, Tara. Today is Lost Sock Memorial Day. Sorry. I feel like that hits home for you. But you're never going to find that missing sock. It hits home for me in multiple ways. Uh, for the simple no, fact. Da- no, I want you to tell my favorite story of all time. <laughs> Oh, it also also almost ended a relationship for me. Is that the story you're talking about? Yes. Well, my washers, I lose socks all the time because it sticks between like the rubber and in the side. Oh, of, yeah. And I uh, I won't see it there. And even though I check, sometimes I still miss and I, I lose a sock there. But um, Lost Sock Memorial Day, uh, what you're talking about is I went away on a trip and this was early on in my relationship and <laughs> I left Lana at home and Maura watched Lana. And when I went away on the trip, I was scrambling. So I did my laundry last minute. Classic. And I just dumped it all out on the couch, sorted what I needed, packed, and then left. So Maura was watching Lana and... And while she was at the house, she said, oh, I'll be a good girlfriend, I guess, and fold the laundry. 
And when she was doing that, okay, rifle through a few things. Oh, I'm sure when she was doing that, she found somebody else's missing sock. Somebody else's lost sock was in my laundry and it was just a tiny like pink sock. And she said, something is up. And she nearly broke up with me because she thought I was cheating on her with somebody. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why the sock was in the laundry. And I had to tell her, listen, she had never uh, taken part in communal laundry before. I think go downstairs, look at the bulletin board and I guarantee you the other pink sock is pinned to it to the wall. Yeah. People pin the socks on the bulletin board because it happens all the time. Somebody forgets it. And in this case, people forget the sock, one sock left in the dryer. Then I put my clothes in the dryer and boom, I now have a new sock with me. And usually people are nice. It's kind of weird in my building though, when they do it with like panties, they'll like pin like panties panties to the bulletin board. Yeah. Panties. And I'm like, who? nobody wants to see their panties on the bulletin board. Like how embarrassing is that? Yank it down. <laughs> like everybody in the building has seen your underwear. How would you feel if everybody in the building had saw your underwear hanging up on the that bulletin board? That literally happened to me in college once. And <laughs> it was the underwear that I wear during my time of the month. And I was mortified ah! because a guy that I thought was cute that I was kind of talking to was next, came in and started doing laundry. And my wet laundry was on top of the dryer about to go in. And that pair was right on top, right in plain sight. And I saw him looking at them and I was like, well, there it is. And guys don't know what that is. I feel like. I think he knew what it was. I think he would have thought. It was a stained dark red pair of underwear. I think Aww. he can fill in the blanks. Aww. I was like, I swear they're clean. They're just stained. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of this holiday, uh, perfect timing because yesterday I found a sock I've been missing for months. I found it. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, so I I married them back together. Well, I said, uh, you're never going to find that missing sock. I, I guess I lied. You I did. literally did. I found it yesterday and I went, oh! And I folded them into each other. You know what I do? I always keep the the one sock that I have because I know you that- Save it for later. I save it for later because I know that I'll end up missing another sock from another pair and then I can- And then they'll start dating. And yeah, and then- You set them up. <laughs> set them up. <laughs> you guys are going to be together now. Beautiful relationship. It's easy when you just buy uh, black ankle Nike socks and they all- look alike so it's very easy the only time i know i'm missing a sock is when i do my laundry i'm like oh there's an odd number of socks here missing a sock again and then the next time back to an even number i'm all set i'm good uh so happy lost sock memorial day today actual memorial day coming up around the corner right yeah is do people consider memorial day the official start to summer or is it july 4th the official start to summer in your mind oh me personally, 4th of July. 4th of July feels like when things really Day kick into gear. is like life is starting to get good. Okay. We're outside. We're maybe having some drinks on a patio somewhere. Got the day off. I always picture Memorial Day weekend with people getting ready to have, you know, cookouts. Cookout. But then it rains. I feel like it always rains. Mm, what? The la- maybe that was last year. The last two or three, I think it's rained on Memorial Day. 